Welcome to another episode of War Stories. I'm Tom. And I'm Chuck. And uh, we don't have a guest this week because we wanted to do a debrief because Chuck says he has a video for me. Um, video. Watch. And uh, <clears throat> so this is going to be fun because basically, for those of you, uh, we're trying. We, If you listen to Locker Room, you know we got some new equipment. We're trying some new stuff out. So this episode will be available on YouTube. And you will be able to see our faces and the video hopefully as we just when you're when you're doing the screen share just make sure that you cancel out of all the Pornhub tabs at the top (laughs) okay i will make sure orientalhorror.com is all the midget porn has got to be out of there right all the stuff that midget dragon slayer sent us exactly (laughs) okay uh who's so i think was actually supposed to be on this week or no he's supposed to come on next week yeah he's coming on next Uh, week. not this week but next week we so we had that's one of the reasons we're doing a debrief is because we want to bring him on for a story um separate not a locker room type story actually, right not not Major dragon slayer stuff <laughs> uh, he has work stories type stories uh, yeah. oh, so hey check this out um i wanted to give a shout out uh to a couple of folks uh first of all uh for those of you that enjoyed our last episode of war stories um with justin who left the LA County Sheriff's Department and uh, came up to our neck of the woods or my neck of the woods. He told me, he texted me that uh, Monday after the episode aired, he got hit up by three different people at three different sheriffs at three different substations at LA Sheriff's. And we're like, dude, was that you on war stories? (laughs) So there was some, Oh, wow. Shout out to the deputies who recognize their homie on this show. Hey, you other depths. Hey, don't be little girls. Get the fuck on this show and share your shit. Uh, dude, we've had LA Kenny's who hide their agency and hide their names and are able to tell stories under fake names and stuff like that. We, we're we're pretty good at protecting you. But yeah. in this day and age, I get why people are hesitant and they don't want to like. Yeah, but we can hide everything and fuck it. We won't spill it. Not confidentiality. Course, we don't, well, yeah, we, guess we don't put people's faces on there a lot. Um, nah. we, we don't do the FBI, you know, black out their face and which I think would be cool, but yeah. Uh, okay. But also, um, I wanted to give a shout out to, uh, our, we dedicated our episode, um, that episode to a buddy of Justin's Todd. Um, and, uh, we dedicated the episode to Todd and then Justin sent Todd the episode and, uh, I'll just I'll leave it at this. Todd was very moved um, by our dedication and uh, was very grateful. And so I just wanted to give him a shout out and say, dude, stay strong. Um, And uh, I told Justin if Todd wants to come on and talk or if he just wants to reach out and chat. um, You know, I've been there Um, and uh, one of my closest buddies has been there. Like it's the the place you're at is uh, is rough, but we're. We're there with you in spirit, brother, even if we're not there with you physically. So uh, I just thought that was cool that uh, we were able to dedicate it to him and he was able to hear it and stuff like that. So I wanted to bring that up before we get into the shenanigans of this week's debrief, because Chuck has promised me that uh, this is going to be nautical. 
so here's what we're going to do. Are you going to give me the backstory on the video first, or am I just going to watch it? No, I'm going to tell you what's going on, just so our listeners have a preface of like, we're going to watch it together, and I'm going to watch it for the first time. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're um, going to give me the backstory leading up to the video, and then we're going to mm-hmm. watch it. But not, you're yeah, not I got it right what's going to happen. Yep. So basically, okay. the backstory is law enforcement received a disturbance call of an active shooter on foot. Officers were told that the individual pointed a gun at someone and was firing the gun outside of a business. Law enforcement made contact and started to issue commands. The individual then discharged around into the air and then tucked the pistol underneath his armpit and continued to walk away from law enforcement. The individual then reached for the gun, and that is when law enforcement engaged the individual. Aid was rendered. No law enforcement was injured. The individual was charged with deadly contact. Yada, 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 yada. Okay. Okay. I don't. I watch. Okay, I'm gonna say I watched the video mm-hmm. a few times. At no, I, I for me with my training experience, having been involved in officer involved shooting at night in typical conditions like this, I didn't see that dude tuck that fucking gun. Okay. I mean, well, don't I, say nothing. Wow. Just watch this shit. Watch it. Watch right. it. Pull All it right. up. Here we go. Bring up the video to watch and. I'm going to watch it for the first time. So here we go. Hey, get down on the ground. Get down on the ground. Alpha 327. Hey, get down on the ground. Hey, get sideways for me, but that's all right. Hey, Custer, stay back. Stay back. Keep your hands up. Keep your fucking hands up. There's the one in the air. I guess that's where he tucks it, right? Hey, put the fucking gun down! Oh, it's back in his hand. They didn't tuck anymore. Hey, Alpha 227. He's got a gun in his hand. Drop the gun! Drop the fucking gun! I'm sorry. I would have. Okay, he's still tucked. I guess he just tucked it again. Drop the fucking gun now! Dude. You reach for it one more time, you get You reach one more. You reach for it like five or six more times. <laughs> how, many, how many more times do you want to reach for it, bud? Hey, get down on the ground! Hey, get down on the ground! Oh my god! Oh, and now this going towards cars. Yeah, like, dude. So that's when they do it. Like, fuck it. He's going towards cars, which is good on that. Don't touch it. Please stop. They got some deal. They got some bodies over there. Fuck that, dude. Uh, Get out the fuck. Okay, so now they're. Dude, this is all sorts of fucking nasty. Like, just fucked up. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Is this another angle? Hey, get down on the ground! Get down on the ground! Alpha 327, one of the Hey, get down on the ground! Hey, get down on the ground! Stop the video now. Yeah. Okay. I have so much to say. Oh, fuck me, man. So, <laughs> you and I both know that this, 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 the statistic of after being involved in involved shooting you are more likely to be more reactive the next time, thus be involved in more officer-involved shootings. Because, yeah. And, uh, okay. But how much of you think it is that? Or do you think it's the time and age of policing that they're afraid to get fucking indicted and end up in prison? Well, okay, so first of all, we're shooting a black let's guy. Let's talk about, first, that, that 
one of the guys is black, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about that. So this should shouldn't be race shouldn't come as much into it as you have the you have the post up, right? You're look, huh? you, have the, you have the backstory with the post up, right? Okay. So what city yeah. and state is this? Oh, that because that I I'm curious. It's obviously not L.A. Mm-hmm. It looks somewhere in the Midwest. No, I don't think it gave that, dude. Okay, so um, if you can find that, well, I, I'll I'll give you a couple of things. Um, yeah, looking, I understand now. I don't know if any of the cops in this video have ever been. It doesn't say whether they've been involved in OISs before, right? It doesn't say that they're rookies. It doesn't say that they're fresh out of training. It doesn't say that they've worked the street for 10 years. It literally doesn't say anything about the officers. So I want to preface this whole conversation with the fact that um, we are saying all of this from the, from the perspective of armchair quarterbacking a video that we're watching after the fact. So I don't know their mindset. I don't know where their head was at. I don't know their training and experience. And I'm going to grant, I'm going to give the Graham versus Connor uh advisement and say i can't truly judge their actions without knowing their training and experience okay so now that i've said that uh i don't know and i've seen way too many videos um of cops that have taken too long to engage and been killed um I can tell you I would have shot that dude a hell of a lot sooner um, for multitude of reasons. The first of which is there were times, well, first of all, for safety, right? He's got a gun. He cranks off around in the air, right? Yeah. And if you don't understand how quickly it can go from pointing straight up in the air to pointing right at your face and cranking off around, like you're at least going to tie if not lose that who, the, the battle of who gets to crank around out first. And I don't want to tie. I want to win that, that battle. I want to crank around out first period. End of story. Right. Um, it, it, even if I don't trust his marksmanship, bad guys get lucky a lot. Mm-hmm. It may have been Dallas PD. Stand by. Okay. Bad guys get lucky a lot. Um, and, we all know that suspects can get shot four or five times in the chest and survive, but a cop can get shot in the pinky toe and succumb to his injuries. Um, <laughs> the stories are rife with those kinds of incidents happening. So let's go back. Can we go back to the video for a minute? And, and I'm just going to talk about when, in my opinion, I would have shot this uh, that worked. Hey, get down to the ground! Get down to the okay. ground! Alpha three two seven one at gunpoint. Hey, get down to the ground! Hey, get now, down to the ground! Right now, it hey, is Custer, back to stay me. Back. Stay back! There. Keep your hands up. If I can see, keep your fucking hands up. The gun comes out. That's where oh, he would have been shot right there. That's where he's going. Yeah, I would have. That's where I would have shot him. That's where I would have fucking lit him up, dude. I don't. I would have probably shot him in his back too. I mean, he he was facing me, or he would have been facing me. 
when he cranked the round off in the air and then he starts to turn, it would have been already too late. Like he would have been starting to take rounds from me when that gun started to come up and go towards the air, because I would, I, from that video, I watched it again and I could not tell initially, even though I knew which direction it was going. If I didn't know he was about to point it up in the air, I would not know if it was going to be pointed at me or pointed straight up in the air. Right. That gun comes out. I'm, that's it. That's my threshold. Now, I hope that all of our sheepdogs and whatnot listening, that you guys are going to watch that video and go, yeah, that's, that's where I would have done it too. And if you're not, you need to analyze where you would have done it. You really need to do a heart check on that one. Um, he, he just waits too long. And then it goes on and on and on. And when he finally does decide to put rounds on the suspect, he does it right in front of a car that's that's within spitting distance. So he could have Pause. shot that dude. What for a second? Mm-hmm. I got the I got the whole thing from the news. Okay, hold I found on. It. So he it, in, initially when he's cranks the round off in the air. You guys watch that video. What's the backdrop? Yeah, field. It's a grass. It's a grass field with nothing. Perfect. Dude, that's a perfect backdrop. There are other times when the backdrops like the gas station and the street and the there's exactly where they shot him. <laughs> and what did they do? Not only did they wait till his the backdrop was the street and other cars. Oh, cars. They waited till he was literally, I think he's he's within six feet of a car. Oh yeah. It's Ten feet of a car. Yeah, then they rush him on the ground with the gun still out in the open with him squirreling around like Right. And that he could have like, grabbed the lady the in the car is the one going, please stop, please stop. And you in, you del- you endangered this woman for no reason. Yeah, he- I mean, like, <clears throat> it's just, yeah, the, he endangered them. And the officers, you know, I'm, I'm going to say it because this is a, a trend I've seen personally in the agency that I work for. They allow them too much time. Time is not good. No. Time gives the suspect time to think yeah, and create different avenues of you know, Xville and, and shit like that, where they can right. you would carjack someone or hurt someone or take someone hostage. And now you're fucked. And now someone dies, but luckily that didn't happen. But I'm just saying like that, they gave them way too much time where he could have easily shot someone in that fucking car, run up and just bow. And then they right. shoot him. But now you have an innocent and there is a, the, the, you know, um, uh, for the shooting, it's a uh, um, imminent threat of violence. Death, like even a threat of death or, or violence for uh for a fucking um for for shooting, they use deadly force. Oh, yeah. it so, all up right now. I don't know what I don't know what uh there's the, the correct verbiage in California. The in the California verbiage is uh, imminent fear of death or serious bodily injury to yourself or someone. Right. Yeah, right. and serious bodily injury is defined two forty three f four. Boys and girls, if you're in California and you're listening to this, or if you're in another state, right, you need to know how your state defines serious bodily injury if deadly force is, you know, authorized. Fucking Texas is authorized for property yeah. crimes, but <laughs> <laughs> for example, someone that, hey, for citizens. No, yeah, I'm not even kidding. Fucking, yeah, like it's wild. But for example, I have a bat and I go and swing it at an officer. At the point where I pick it up and I crank that bitch over my shoulder, I get shot. That is good to go. That's an, that's a deadly weapon. Because right. if I hit you, anything that can cause you to lose consciousness or um, kill you loss right, of is what we're talking about. Right. So, the, and, so death, obviously. But then serious bodily injury is loss of consciousness. 
a wound that requires extensive suturing, yeah, a concussion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right, and broken bones or 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 mutilation, loss of a limb, right? So if if anything you do, which let's face it, punching somebody too hard can cause a concussion. We see that all the time. Right. Look at the NFL. I've seen shootings that way. You can tackle somebody to the ground and smack their head against the pavement and cause a concussion. Uh, I I have a dude that I work with, and unfortunately, he has a young cousin, and uh, his his son actually listens to the show. So shout out to you if you're out there, and, and you know what I'm talking about. But the this the father, his cousin uh, was breaking up a bar fight, and got punched and fell down and hit his head on the curb and died. Yeah, it happens. So that head injury is is falls under that serious. category the con- serious bodily injury so deadly force is authorized at that point and it doesn't have to be right it doesn't have to you be could it. be in a you could be in a fucking use of force right just a simple use of force for a petty theft right mm-hmm. and next thing you know um you start taking blows and it's you and the suspect and you're like oh shit and he cracks you good and you're seeing stars and you're like i feel like i'm about to go out you pull your sidearm and pump fucking bunch of rounds into this dude at close contact and he dies you are 100% fucking covered because you were losing consciousness. He, he hit you so hard that you thought another one's going to render me unconscious and he's going to fucking kill me. Right. Then that's what we're talking about. This is the shit that we're talking about. In one, you got to know how to articulate and not be a dumb dumb. Mm-hmm. And I see that a lot in brand new cops and cops maybe who don't have enough experience and they work for small agencies and shit like that that don't get enough calls and they're like maybe one call a day. Right, which they we don't have. have back on, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, and so, and then we go back to the statistic. You know, after being involved, and we don't know really their backstory. I mean, right. I just pulled something up that we're going to read, but we really don't know has this cop been involved in the backstory. You know, we're not part of his has his shooting board, so we don't know. But I know from my training experience, I would have shot. Now we go into the whole other thing. Well, but the climate, okay, the climate, the climate of policing right now is very bad. Right. We, we've we seen it. A bunch of cops have gotten use of forces and gotten in trouble. And, and now their departments are firing them because it doesn't look good on camera, mm-hmm. and even though they were 100 percent covered. And two, they're getting indicted, even if they're right. getting cleared. They're going through a year or two of indictments where the their agency lets them go. Look at Ferguson. He got cleared. He, he got cleared of his indictment. And he was in indictment for like a year or two or, or mm-hmm. a year or something like that. Right. And he went through hell and back stress. He probably had fucking ulcers, dude. He's probably severe anxiety. I mean, that's some serious shit. Yeah. And you don't want to go through that. His agency let him go, even though he won and they got to go fund me for over a million dollars. Like, that's cool. Like, who knows if he yeah, actually got it, but still, you don't want to be put through that. I don't go through that. Right. So maybe like, that's what's going through these officer heads. Like, fuck, dude, if we shoot this black dude, like we're fucked. They're going to be like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. And I've seen it happen. Well, you just see that work out. An individual gets shot or gets shot in the back, and they they put the officers through hell and back, even though the suspect was running away and turned back and cranked off around, and the officers fucking lit him up like they should have done and put his ass down because there was rounds in his back. The agency agencies have put those officers through the ringer. So I could see maybe yeah. they're afraid of the, the climate and their agency. Yeah. I get that. But at this end of the day, it comes down to your life. And I have to say, they waited too long. They gave too much time. Yeah. They uh, they only took the shot when it put others in danger. Yeah. But they were in danger that whole fucking time. Well, that dude looked like he pointed the gun at him at least one time that so I they, saw. They, I get if they're saying, well, we, we shot him because he got close to this car. Yeah, but you should have shot him before he got close to the car. 
right? Why would you let it get to that point? You don't let it get to that point. Number one, number two, by waiting until he got close to the car, you actually made it more dangerous because you were further endangering the life of the people in the car because they're your backdrop now. Like they're, I, I'm sorry. I'm not going to stand six feet away from a target while you're throwing rounds down range, Chuck. It's just not going to happen. And so that's that's kind of what he did. He put these people where they're like, oh, we're they're just six feet away from my target. I'll just shoot. It's fine. Now, right. What what happens? Have the article that right? Yeah, right. If, <laughs> if you shank that we've shot, all seen, we've all seen people who are under stressful situation to shoot, and sometimes they push too hard or they jerk and pull the trigger, and it either goes far left or far right. Yeah, you shank that shot. That, that definitely could have happened. And then there could have been someone else dead. So, so man shot by Dallas officers were able to, um, was able to internet sleuth this fucking flying here, um, and figured it out. Um, so Dallas police department DPD said a man was shot and injured by officers outside of a restaurant early Saturday morning. According to the department, police were responding to a call at three Oh five in the morning about an armed encounter on foot. When officers arrived to the Williams chicken, on Robert B. Cullen Boulevard. That's a, that's <laughs> a chicken, <laughs> chicken shack. Okay. I'll leave that. <laughs> at, at Second Avenue, they they found a man identified as 53-year-old Chris Green with a gun. You know, they told Green. Well, they found him with a stop, gun. Drop. Yeah. Yeah, they found him with a gun. Right. The officers told Green repeatedly to stop, drop the gun. Police said, according to them, he refused, yelled incoherently, and shot the gun in the air and then tucked it under his arm. We read all that. Yeah, but dabba do. Clap, motherfucker. At one point, <laughs> all I hear said, Yeah, but dabba do. Dude, fuck. That's some crazy shit. And heard on body cam saying the suspect uh, is searching for it. DPD released it and edited the video. Fuck, he was searching for it? Like, I mean, he pulls it out. I would have fucking shot him. At that point, too, we didn't see that part, but um, my gun. <laughs> they provided first aid uh, until he was taken to the hospital. Officers, um, according to the officers, his injuries are not life threatening. Bad. Um, and he's in which also condition. means they didn't know how to shoot. Right. Dude, oh, dude, sorry, yeah, I shot. They died like three or four times on the table, and he has no colon. And then I'm pretty sure he died, like a two years later, because yeah. yeah. I got served. For his death. Huh? Um, they stupid games win stupid prizes. So DPD said the weapon Green um, had was recovered at the scene. Green mm-hmm. is facing charges of deadly conduct, criminal mischief, possession of methamphetamine, and discharge of a firearm in certain municipalities. Possession of methamphetamine. <laughs> That's why he was incoherent. <laughs> That's why he's screaming. That's messed up, dude. Fuck. Oh, my um, God. Try to see if there's Meth is not just for white people, ladies and gentlemen. Meth is not just for white people. No. So Dallas PD, it doesn't say anything on the background of the officers, probably because we're not in their agency and they don't want people to know who they are. Well, right. Just back. yet. Yeah. I mean, it's Dallas. So they're like, mm. no, but Dallas, <laughs> Dallas PD is really liberal. I mean, for Texas. But no, Austin's even worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, Austin's like the San Francisco or Austin's like the Portland of Texas, but it's still not like, like people in Austin are like, no, oh, like, this shit is liberal. And you're like, you don't know. You don't know what yeah. Californians go through. Like, oh my god, this is crazy. We're conservative. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that that's an interesting. Yeah, you're right. That that video just frustrated and irritated the shit out of me. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, here's what I'll bring know. up. This is let me let me bring this up then because this this goes to understanding 
um, deadly force laws in your area. Okay. And also, uh, we've talked about this, you know, the world is turning back into the wild, wild west. And now that they're, uh, relaxing constitutionally protected laws again about carrying a gun, you know, and they're recognizing, Hey, you, you really shouldn't have been for the last 50 years telling people they can't carry a gun wherever they want. Um, that's starting to get recognized nationwide. Uh, boys and girls, you should be carrying yeah. at all times, especially if if you're a law enforcement officer, especially, but even civilians, y'all should be. Check, check this out. California that you just left, mm-hmm. right? Yes. You remember how hard it was to get a CCW in this state, right? Possible. Impossible. Unless you lived in like Ventura County, Kern County, or places you that are like. County and yeah. California, the whole state, including LA area la county mm-hmm. is a um you're able to carry this uh what my buddy i was just talking to him and he got a ccw but california is now um a shall issue state good. so if you apply good. for it and you have a clean record why you can't have it good right that, so that LA, was a constitutional thing that was the constitutional right. fight was the, the the they won in court uh, that said that uh may issue is unconstitutional it should it constitutionally it sh- it is shall issue because they have to prove why you can't. You don't have to prove why you should be allowed. Right. And my buddy, that just changed. That just changed this year because my buddy was is going for it. Right. He was applied last year. He We had to write, and I had to help him with it, a fucking pair, a paper, an essay on why he should carry. And then right. then shortly after the first year, boom, it changed as a shall issue state. And LAPD had... Um, in their in their stations, they have like if you want to get a CCW, you got to fill this form out, blah blah. And then the chief and the governor, or not the governor, but the mayor or whatever, and a magistrate have to fucking approve. I think it's a magistrate, right. and whatever. I'm just saying it's super liberal, right? And yeah. no one would ever, no one's ever gone in there and really gotten one. Well, right. now people are starting to go into those stations mm-hmm. for LA, and now they are getting approved in like under a year. Because they're clean, right? They're not, they don't have any private prohibited possessions or possessor right. uh, paperwork, you know, on them. And then my buddy, he's LA County, right? And he was something, he's a buddy who just applied at an LAPD station. Okay. And he he's like, I'm still waiting on mine. It's been over a year. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, do you guys in LA are getting that shit faster than you, dude? And then, so I called my other buddy. That's when he told me about the shall issue. But that's crazy. Even California is, is loosening yeah. up on the well, gas because because they've the lawsuits they've won in the Supreme Court. Right now, it's it's a Supreme Court issue. Uh, so here, here I'll give you this perfect example. So this happened just uh, April seventh up by my house. This is um, if I shopped at Target, which I don't shop at Target anymore, and we'll get into that on uh, locker room. But Target is now you like Target. Uh, no, I liked. Past tense. Liked. Uh, but Target has gone the way of Bud Light. And we'll talk about it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So anyway, uh, this guy's in the shopping center, right? So there's it's, it's one of those shopping centers where there's like a Target and a Ross and a, all these other stores. So he's he's it's Idaho. He's armed, right? Everybody in Idaho is armed. I, around here, people like to open carry. I, I personally am not a huge fan of open carry, but hey. Guy, I, there was one guy, dude. He walked into the restaurant I was in the other day wearing a biker jacket, cowboy boots, and a literal old west single action army six shooter on a western holster on his hip. Like, fuck yeah, dude. I mean, it's awesome. Like, he was, he was like, fuck y'all. <laughs> and he was, <laughs> um, it's, he was not 
old. This was not like an old man who was like, no, this was like he's in his 20s. He's like, fuck it. I'm carrying a cowboy gun. Oh, really? Yeah. Looking legit. Anyway. So he, he tried that the other day with mine, dude. It's 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 so hard. I'm gonna keep practicing it, but it's so hard to to Did you actually get a couple off? Oh no, I I can get the, the rounds off, quick draw and, and fire. But what I want to be able to do is the old west like shoot the bottle off the off the beam hip fire. Over your hip? Yeah. I'm oh dude. <laughs> That's that. so impossible. It's not impossible. I used to bullseye womp rats in my T sixteen back home. They're not much bigger than two meters. Oh, I worked mm. a Star Wars reference in. I will always. I mean, I've seen that old, the old dude, that old white guy that pulls out like that twenty two that has like a million fucking rounds and that revolver. He's just like Jerry Mitchellick. Jerry Mitchellick. I don't know his name, but he's an old white dude. The white. Jerry Mitchellick who does all the trick shoot, the the fast shooting, and then there's a guy. Fuck, I can't remember his name. I'm gonna get. It must be that guy because I'm gonna get this guy has like a couple over souls just from you guys because I can't remember this name. Bob Munden. Bob Munden, he's a fucking cowboy shooter. And he's the kind of guy that can flip quarters off his elbow and then draw his gun and shoot him out of the air. No, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Look at Bob Munden. Anyway, so this is what happened. This fucking guy is going through this is Idaho last month, month ago. Uh he sees somebody going through the parking lot in front of uh the craft store, Bergen Cars. Right? And so he's like, fuck that. So he confronts him and tries to detain him. The guy runs and gets in his own car. The burglar gets in his own car and aims the car at the guy with the gun. And the guy with the gun, this older dude, he's like in his 70s or something with the guy with the gun, ends up on the hood of the Carberg's vehicle and puts rounds through the fucking windshield at him. Like a movie, dude. And smoked him (laughs) fucking Mercs him, dude. In the so you tell me, a seventy-year-old guy jumped on the hood of a moving fucking car, grabbed on like an action movie no, hero. He got fucking hit. Like it, it he rammed the. That car. doesn't sound as sexy. He, he yeah he he got rammed onto the hood of the car, and as a, he went as he ends up on the hood of the car, he fucking shoots through the windshield and smokes the dude. Wow, um, dude, that's impressive. Well. The fucking DA, the county DA, just announced that the old man's not going to face charges. Fuck yeah. I mean, that sounds righteous as fuck to me. I mean, <laughs> he got ran on top of a car and then put rounds through the windshield like a fucking John Wick movie. 74 year old. Guess what his late? Guess what his name is? John. James Dean. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. The Sausage King. Fucking <laughs> 74 year old. Oh, that's Jimmy Dean. Dean. I'm fat. Yeah. Um, Smoke. He seventy-four-year-old James Dean smoked thirty-year-old Shane Brown. Uh, Dean drew a pistol, which prompted Brown to leave the vehicle and get into another vehicle a few spaces away. Uh, Brown left behind some items inside Dean's truck. Uh, Dean reholstered his pistol while standing in the vehicle, thinking that the confrontation was over. Uh, Someone called nine one one. The two men continued to talk to each other. Uh, The suspect then drove his vehicle towards Dean, hitting him. And putting him on top of the hood before carrying him 20 to 30 feet. While on top of the vehicle, Dean drew and fired his pistol through the window, striking Brown at least once. Brown crashed into another vehicle in the parking lot, throwing Dean from the hood. Brown got out and was found lying in the parking lot. Brown was transported to the hospital and pronounced dead. Yeah. Know your fucking laws, boys and girls. Yeah. Because this motherfucker... He's not facing charges. He they they're like, oh, eh. all right, go home. Yeah, 
if that would have been a cop in LA, they'd been like, oh my God. you're fired. <laughs> well, that'd have been cop anywhere. You can't like the, the laws about shooting people in cars for cops is is changed drastically. Um yeah. But here's the deal. In that still a movie, it's still a when you holster if you holster and the guy aims his car at you and hits you and you end up in his hood and now you're that I think you, you get away with you're trying to run away and you're like, fuck, yeah, he got me. Fuck it. You know. So but that's that's part of the know your laws, boys and girls, because this this 74 year old man yeah. stopped this guy burgering his own car. Then he exchanged words with the dude. He holstered up, thought it was over. It's like he was going to let him go. I thought he was detaining him for police, but it turns out somebody called 911. He was going to let the dude fucking go like and ran his ass over. And then the guy ran his ass over or try, tried to run his ass. Tried, tried. So this brings up a good point. Even if your agency has strict or has not strict, but has like policies against like shooting, let's say shooting from a moving vehicle, because we're talking about vehicles. And mm-hmm. this is a great um, representation of this. And they're like, you cannot shoot from a moving vehicle, but at a moving vehicle, but or at a moving vehicle, but, but this is really just drives it home for this one. You cannot shoot at a moving vehicle, but. If you deviate from your tactics, you need to be able to articulate why. So, which that means yep. you are in a in a fucking chase, and all of a sudden this dude fucking jams on his brakes, and a passenger pops out and starts putting rounds on a cop car. And, and this is not South Park. It's coming right for us. This is not right. that. This is like you need to be able to say why you were in fear for your life what was what was right. the imminent threat to your life or somebody else's life and that video we watched it's a perfect example i can easily tell you that as soon as the gun came out i was going to shoot him because he had already failed to comply with commands he was already out of his fucking mind he was already like he, he looked high as shit and highest people who are high as shit are very unpredictable and can do anything right and it, and we the report was that he had a gun now the gun clears his waistband he's good to go he is literally greenlit for me. And I'm going to articulate point. that that's why, because he's an imminent threat. Right, right. But to my point, if you deviate from your tactics and you're afraid of pulling the trigger and let's say you pop out that window because you're getting shot at from the vehicle in front of you and there's nowhere for you to go and you put rounds on fucking target from a moving vehicle, you may have been out of policy for that portion, but you're going to be in policy for the shooting because you deviated from tactics, but you're able to explain and articulate why. Right. Now, if you have another, right. And if you have another avenue of like, I can get the fuck out there and it's not, but but someone's shooting to you, it's imminent threat of violence towards everybody, not just fucking you. You signed up for this. They didn't. So you can articulate that you were in fear. And this was the only option to, to capture this guy. He's actively shooting other people. And if we let him go, the violent escape from a fleeing felon, he can kill and hurt other people and shoot other people. So we had to shoot from our car. Right. Now, that doesn't mean you see a guy with a gun, you roll up like fucking, you know, wild, wild west, and you put rounds downrange from your car and then pull it and put it in park and get out. And you're like, oh, code four. Yeah, you can't go with killing. Can't, you can't do that shit. So there's, if you're shooting at a moving vehicle, you have to be able to articulate why, right? I didn't have any other avenue to get out. He hit me and I was like, fuck, I had to put, so that's what we're talking about. So even if you're afraid of something, if you can articulate it, and you can be in policy. Yeah. Things X, dude. That's yours. So I brought something to the table today um, because I know we were going to, I knew we were going to watch this video. And, and um, uh, but I wanted this to, laugh, dude. <laughs> this is, this is one of those, like, I brought it to the table because I want all of our listeners to keep their fucking head on a swivel and know what's out there. Um, ladies and gentlemen, there's a new drug in town. 
What's an officer safety issue? Xylazine. Okay. Prilazine? Xylazine. XY. X-ray yellow Lincoln Adam zebra Ida Nora Edward. Xylazine. Now, um, the the way this was brought to my attention was here's the uh, um, this is the 22 hours ago uh, the news site KTLA.com I still subscribe to some LA news sites because I want to know what's going on with my homies you know I want to make sure Matt's all right if I need to come down there and do an airstrike and uh, liberate some people from the People's Republic of California and and get them to safety I'll I'll do that but uh, the only way I can know is if I see what's going on well the headline, here's the headline. Flesh eating zombie drug saturating Los Angeles streets. <laughs> Dude, this is a good one, guys. Yeah. So I'll Very just big officer safety quick. issue. Big officer safety issue. Because in doing some research, uh there's there's cases in Norfolk, Virginia, there's cases in Los Angeles. So it's it's literally nationwide, it's coast to coast. A flesh-eating zombie drug called xylazine has been saturating the streets of Los Angeles with severe deadly effects when mis- mixed with illicit opioids. The L.A. County Sheriff's officials launched a new program to track the troubling prevalence of the substance, which is a sedative typically used by veterinarians to anesthetize animals. Known as trank or trank dope on the streets, xylazine has become increasingly present in the illicit drug supply. The drug can be cooked down into a powder form and mixed with illicit opioids such as heroin and fentanyl or pressed into counterfeit pills or sedatives. The zombie drug nickname stems from the substance's Known effect of rotting the skin. Well, it's so like meth on steroids, but it's in heroin. Yeah. Well, so that's why if we if you know what crocodile is, this sounds very much like crocodile. Right. Um, growing concerns over increasing prevalence of xylazine in Los Angeles have have law enforcement officials and addiction specialists extremely concerned. I've never seen like anything like what we're dealing with right now. Xyl- uh, said uh, addiction expert. Xylazine is known to have severe effects, sometimes disfiguring users who develop sores, causing limb amputations in some cases, along with death from overdosing. And fuck it, death. What the fuck? It's necrosis. You're basically taking a pill to a woman had necrosis in your body. A woman had uh, we had a woman come in and her sister had passed away from a fentanyl overdose, recalled the addiction specialist. But not only was it a fentanyl overdose, but her skin was starting to rot the muscles on her leg and her arm. So that's a sure sign of xylazine. The LA sheriffs are now taking steps to track the presence of xylazine in confiscated drugs. Officials said the reason it hasn't been on higher uh, on their radar is because it technically isn't an illegal substance. When crime lab analysts detect xylazine and other illicit substances such as fentanyl, it's typically not flagged for this reason. It's really gruesomely disfiguring people, said DEA special agent. It's much more likely to stop someone from breathing and the things that come along with xylazine. It's a vasoconstrictor. So when you're injecting it, it's actually reducing your blood circulation. Okay, so that's probably where a lot of the necrosis comes in. It's just cutting off blood supply. Right. right. Uh, uh, so it, it when combined with opioids like fentanyl, as is frequently the case, xylazine enhances the life-threatening effect of respiratory depression by slowing and stopping your breathing caused by opioids, increasing the risk of overdose death. So this is a there's a New York Times article on it. Um it says it it it's in Philadelphia. Um let's see it yeah, it's it's all over and I had not heard of it until to like today when I read this article. So yeah, and that's the first time I'm hearing of it. 
It says xylazine causes wounds that erupt with a scaly dead tissue called eschar. Untreated, they can lead to amputation. It in- induces a blackout stupor for hours. Whoa. Yeah. So, boys and girls, this is out there, and it's really it's a fucking zombie drug, dude. Um, that, let's see if I can look. Uh, xylazine skin. Dude, imagine getting a use of force with oh. some of this shit. Oh, okay. I'm gonna. I may have to do a. I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna do a screen Dude, share. Imagine I'm, getting into yeah, a fight. Don't look it up, Chuck. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a screen okay. share. Imagine, imagine getting into a fight with someone on this shit. Dude. They're blacked out. Their skin's falling off in your fucking hands, and you just put a round right in their head because you're like, I've seen Walking Dead. Okay, <laughs> so if you're ready for this, boys and girls, I'm gonna show you. I'm going to share this on screen, but if you're not, you know, uh, I'm, I don't know. Are we going to get, I don't know if we're going to get in trouble for this. I don't care. I guess here. Ready? As long as it's not copyright. No, no, no. I mean, for showing graphic images. All right, here we go. Right? Warning. Here we go. Wow. Oh, yeah. fuck, dude. That looks fake. That looks like something out of a fucking movie, but you can tell it's a meth or a meth and heroin addict because of the fucking pock. Oh my God. That's a tissue. That's yeah. This is uh this is pretty freaking gnarly, dude. Look at this neck. Whoa, that does look like a zombie, bro. Yeah. This dude's still like injecting it. Like, get a different drug, dude. Yeah. Okay. So you think this is do you think this is California? You so here here's my tinfoil hat. Put it on. (laughs) California is like, no, no, we'll let you use drugs for sure. Go to San Francisco. We'll give you fucking needles, right? And they're like, but we're going to spike the fuck out of these drugs. And you're just going to no. kill yourself. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think California is, is one of those places where like, these poor people are just trying to use drugs. If anything, it's somebody on our side of the aisle going, fuck that shit. Let's put a bunch of xylazine in there and just get rid of these motherfuckers. <laughs> or George Soros. Or George <laughs> <laughs> at, at this point, when you, when you get high enough on the spectrum, the Rothschild. Rich, they're it, they're not there's no left or right there's no right wing or left they're all just on evil. The side they're just evil yeah uh, yeah and we've <laughs> we've had con- i've had conversations with folks that we both know about mm-hmm. both parties both sides just being yeah. fucking straight evil and working yeah. together oh yeah for a common goal sure. um so we, we won't get into politics here but no 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 no. just not what it's about dude that's wild yeah so dialing is out there um it's it's <sighs> dude this reminds me of like crocodile and if you don't know what crocodile is uh go look at a documentary of it it's pretty fucked up um basically people are taking uh over the counter um or or uh, their pain medicine like vicodin it's not over the counter prescription but taking stuff like vicodin and they're putting it through a chemical process like cooking like cooking uh ephedrine into meth they're putting the Vicodin through a chemical process that's cooking it into like heroin, right? So you you cook your Vicodin and then you inject it, but then all the other shit, the binder and the acetaminophen and all these other drugs that are in it go through the cooking pro- process too. And I've literally seen people in the hospital with um, necrotizing fasciitis, which is the flesh eating, right? And this woman, it, it the it's it's prevalent in in the uh russia and ukraine and stuff like that you can look up mm-hmm. it's spelled with a k crocodile um and it's named crocodile after crocodile because your skin starts to look like crocodile skin and then it rots away and exposes muscle and bone 
and you're awake and you're alive and you're not bleeding out and you're not dying, but your bone is exposed. And there was this, I just remember this one piece of footage of this guy laying or woman laying in a hospital bed and she'd been injecting it into her arm and she holds her arm up where her bicep's supposed to be. There's no muscle and there's no skin. And you can see this white thing. And he's like, look, and he taps his pen against it. And he goes, click, 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 click. It's her fucking bone. Wow. So this is, this is what's out there, boys and girls. Fentanyl is dangerous enough. Fentanyl can harm you, but this xylazine thing is dude. I wish they would say like for like an officer safety issue, like if you get this, I'm sure if it's been disseminated, like if you get this on you, like on a contact, right. What's it going to do? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like the probably just inject it. it's, it's probably internal. Like, um, yeah. I don't, I bet you can't, you don't want to touch it, but I don't think it's like Ebola or something. Uh, no. you can get their skin disorder. Um, it's, I think it's just from people who get the injecting of it and, and it just produces the alters from the injection. I don't think it's like, oh, it gave you a skin infection that is now contagious. And if you touch somebody, you're going to fucking get it. So I don't think you're walking dead. That'd be crazy. Oh my God. It's <laughs> yeah. I'm looking, I It'd look be a real pandemic and it's like <laughs> fucking it's everywhere. And it's called Trank T R A N Q or Xylazine. X-ray, yellow, Adam, zebra, Ida, Nora, Edward. Um, they use it with cocaine. These, uh, and it's not the first time. I mean, veterinarian drugs. What it was special K, right? Special right. K is used on babies and horses. That's not gonna eat your skin away. No, no, no. I, I know. I'm just saying. It's not the first time <laughs> people have like gone after other drugs that right. the veterinary community. Um, you know what's you know what's interesting is. At least it's interesting to me because I had to study this shit. Do you know why PCP was invented? Um, no. PCP was originally invented so they could do surgery on people while they were awake. In the Civil War? No. In like the 50s. So they were looking for a way to wow. let people be awake but completely detach them from any pain. So they were like, well, if we can, if we could separate their ability to feel pain from their consciousness, we don't have to sedate them because everybody knows that the the sedation portion of of surgery is often the most dangerous. Like they're taking you as close to death as humanly possible with these drugs, and then trying not to let you die. That's why anesthesiologists get paid so much freaking money, right? Yeah. Well, what they were trying to do is they were trying to develop a drug that would. It's why it's, I think it's a hip, classified as a hypnotic, um, trying to develop a drug that you could take and it would put your brain kind of in a hypnotized state where you couldn't feel pain, but you would stay awake. Wow. That'd be Which crazy. Is, yeah. But obviously it didn't have the desire. Like it just was something where like, well, this didn't quite work out the way it, we wanted it to. And then it hit the streets and that's why PCP hypes supposedly have super strength is because they don't feel any pain so the pain that tells them you can't lift this street sign out right. concrete it, it doesn't exist so they just tear the shit out of their muscles when they do it but they still do it right and then that's why that's why pcp hypes also sometimes they're crazy and lashing out and fighting everybody but then sometimes 
uh, and for those of you that don't know this, you got to really be careful when you see somebody and they're just catatonic. They're just standing there, not talking and staring like that. They could turn on you at any second because PCP hats will either be crazy or they will be completely hypnotized in a trance like state, not moving, not talking, not walking, just standing there. Yeah, did you ever see that cops were, and this has been replayed so many times over the internet where this deputy, LA County Sheriff's deputy just walks up to this dude in Compton and he's fucking ape shit on PCP. He's naked. He's fucking doing all this crazy shit. There's like four of them and this big country fair white boy walks up and just boom, um, pops him right in the face and knocks him clean out. Uh, yes. And I, I remember who that big country, like that, that boy was, yeah. And I believe, so that's one of the only ways to subdue somebody on PCP is like mechanical failure of their body. Like you have to pin them down with brute strength, like the, the five people on top of them where they are physically not capable of standing up or knock them unconscious, right? Like pain compliance and shit like that does not work. Well, I don't know what xylazine does, but I know that if it'll rot your skin and you mix it with an opioid, I can't imagine that you're really combative but i can also imagine a world where unfortunately they have the powder on them and the officer inhales it and fucking you're gone yeah yeah so even if it's not blacked out it could be xylazine. yeah you're blacked out like all kinds of shit so oof, be careful boys and girls and i assume when they say blacked out it's not passed out like no, you're awake out. and like, walking the fuck around right right you know so who knows like half the people who listen to this podcast going to Vegas for a law enforcement convention are when they yeah. <laughs> a couple too many cocktails after the that doesn't need their skin. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> that's fucking wild. Oh, yeah. It's pretty scary out there. Well, um, I think that does it. Um we have uh we have a couple things coming up. We've got uh like we said, we've got a guest next week uh yep. for for a story. Um uh, we're gonna have John back to discuss um the topic that Chuck brought up of going for, you know, the difference between having a lot of experience at a busy agency and having not as much experience on a smaller agency, which actually right. I have, I have some interesting thoughts on that too, because I've talked to, I've talked to some police officers recently. One in particular, we were discussing um, an issue that I think we'll, we'll enjoy discussing, which is some officers that have come from bigger agencies that are used to just going to tactical events like call to call to call to call, shooting to stabbing to shooting right. to stabbing to beating to fight to gang to beating to drugs. Then when they get to an agency where they're required to do everything and not just, you know, put people in handcuffs, take a face sheet and forward to detectives. When they get to an agency where they're actually required to like interview people and talk to people and follow up on things, they don't they don't know how to handle it. They don't know how to deal with it because they've spent their entire career just going call to call to call to call and right. they don't know how to actually like do the rest of the police work um which is an interesting thing that uh, i actually encountered early on in my career when i was talking to my even my father about it um because our experiences were obviously different so it'll, it'll be an interesting topic to to have come up uh for those of you that have been listening and, and have been wanting to support us we've been getting a lot of messages from people saying hey um I just I just found your show. I we I just got a message from a guy who said he's he's found us like six months ago and he went binged listened to everything to catch up. But I do get messages from time to time from people and I'll just keep repeating this. They go on Spotify, they go on 
Apple, they go on Google. Right. Yes, you can only get a certain amount of episodes because Google, Spotify, Apple, they only archive a certain amount of episodes. Um, yeah. So you will not get the entire uh, back catalog. If you want the entire back catalog, you can always go to our website, www.warstoriesofficial.com and listen to all the episodes there. Or you can go to our podcast host, which is Podbean, and they have our entire back catalog that goes all the way back to episode one. Um, right. It's crazy to me that we've we've done 200 episodes. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. So what two years for me, so. All right. Is, is it weird? It's been, two years. It's, it's been a little over two years, hasn't it? A little over. For, yeah, yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Crazy. No. Yeah. So, anyway, what do you have I mean, for us? Is what it is. Well, um, I want to say thanks for uh, listening today. If you like today's podcast or content we provide, please help us by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts yeah. or Spotify or really whatever podcast platform you're, you're subscribing to. Like we said, our podcast is available on all major podcasting platforms as well as on YouTube. Give us some reviews and ratings. Um, that's how our podcast platform decides what to recommend. So your reviews are really helpful and help us grow. Also, please give us a follow us on our Instagram at war underscore stories underscore official and our Facebook at war stories podcast. If you already follow us, please like us and share our posts. If you yeah. click the link in our bio on Instagram and Facebook, you'll be able to reach all of our socials, our media sites and our website. Another way to support us is by visiting our website at www.warstoriesofficial.com and grab some of our merch. We have shirts, patches, stickers, whoopee yeah. hoodies. It's all available. If you think you have a story to tell and you want to be a guest on the show, please email me your info and a brief description of your story uh, to us at booking.warstories at gmail.com. Again, that is booking.warstories at gmail.com so I can get you booked. We are always looking for veterans, law enforcement, dispatchers, firefighters, medics, and also corrections, dispatch, and nurses. If you have a friend who you think would be a great fit, let them know about us and give them our booking email. Again, thank you for the support. Yep. Stay safe. And until our next episode, come home with your shield or on it.